This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast. This is episode number 101. Sounds One, like a college course. That's it. That's right. Holland Assets 101. <laughs> Uh, today we are coming at you from the still confetti covered studio. I was just telling Chris, I'm still, I'm basically picking that out of, uh, you know, the, the studio's version of a, you know, butt crack. It's just <laughs> everywhere. Just gets everywhere. Right. You're so, welcome. I'm Craig. He's Chris. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well. How about you, Craig? I'm not, not too bad. 101 episodes in, you know, I'm feeling re-energized Good. for more episodes and I better be because apparently today we need to stick around. People need to stick around to the end because you're going to be messing with me. Yeah. We're going to try to make you sweat just a little bit. So I'm, I'm usually the one who messes with you today. You're going to be I've, messing I've with me. I've decided to reverse roles. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what's coming up kind of at the end of this episode. But I should also say at the beginning of this episode, if you're watching on YouTube, you got to see a little intro video that we threw on there. We can't really show you that if you're listening on the podcast. Um, so, uh, we just wanted to encourage people to go check out the YouTube channel. Hey, here's a little nudge, a little reason for you to go check out the YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, um, basically what you're going to get is, uh, the video version of me and Chris doing exactly what we do on the <laughs> podcast version. So exactly. Yeah. But you know, it's just a, it's, it's a little less handsome and therefore a little more enjoyable if you watch it on YouTube. <laughs> All right, so Chris, today we're talking about financials, March 2022 financials. Uh, of course, before we get there, we do have all always uh, some housekeeping stuff to do. Holland Assets LLC, where people can go check out full show notes. And you mentioned last week a contest giveaway thing. Yeah, we're, we're trying to make an episode that is going to answer listeners' questions, one, and then two, hopefully get a few stories from listeners who have gone and started their own trucking company and just talk a little bit about how Holland Assets has helped them. Perfect. And so if, to, to enter, all you have to do, if you go to the into the show notes for this episode and in episode 100, there'll be a link where you can um, fill out a really quick form. It'll take you a couple minutes to do your name, your phone number, just so we have a way to contact you, your email address, and then just a short description, either your question or a short description of, of what you're going to do. And then, um, ones that we pick, I will contact you and we'll get a little bit more info and, and potentially, um, have you on the show or, um, at least tell your story on the show. If you don't want to be on the show, we can, we can work something out. And for those who, just fill out the form, you're entered for a contest to win a hundred bucks. And if we actually use your question or um, your story, we will give you a free Holland Assets t-shirt for sure. And then you will also put you in a pot to win a thousand dollars. And one of those people who get on the show will get that thousand bucks. So we haven't got a ton of responses yet. We announced this in the last episode. So if you do do a response, your chances of winning are pretty dang good. Not a, not a bad deal, Chris. Not a bad deal. Not a bad deal at all. Um, hey, Chris, do me a favor. Pull that mic away from you about three inches. All right. You're blowing my eardrums I'm out, okay? Sorry. With your delightful, delightful Everybody else likes it, though. Voice. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, I, I hope uh, everybody goes and does that. Follow those instructions and you could be rich. <laughs> well, a thousand dollars richer. Richer. Yeah, yeah there sense. you go. Richer. That's fine. All right. So, uh, uh, Chris, anything going on this week? Anything you want to 
uh, talk to the people about. I've, I want to do something we've never done before. And this is something that a, a client or a listener had emailed me about a little while ago or Facebook. I can't remember exactly where it's been, been long enough. Robert B. Um, was listening to the episode where I, I'd gone in, in to one of the, the rest stops, one of my favorite restaurants. I can't even remember for sure which one it was. But he said that one of his favorites is um, the Dragoon Mountain Range off of I-10 in Arizona, exit 320. And uh, it, I, I haven't been there, but I looked it up on Google Maps. It looks like there's some really cool rock formations and some other cool things. Uh, so there's a tip. If you're, if you're ever on I-10 going through... Um, Arizona, listen to Robert B and stop at that rest drop. And if you can spend the night, he says the, uh, the vending machines are pricey. So, uh, what, what do you say? The, uh, the prices on them would make, what was the blush line? Um, let's see. I've got it here. Would, would make a bandit blush, <laughs> make a, a bandit quote blush. from Robert. So that's, that's a fantastic. good one. I like that. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. So bring your own food, right? Bring your own food. B-Y-O-F. Yep. All right, Chris. B-Y-O-S, uh, bring your own snacks. There you go. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah, and that's something, uh, you know, we'd love a little tips like that to give people while they're out on the road. So, you know, go to Holland Assets LLC, go to Facebook, find us and uh, leave those little notes and we'll drop your tips for everybody else. Absolutely. Love to hear them. Yep. Uh, all right, Chris, February, is it, fe- no, March, I'm sorry, what month is it? Time yep. is a flat circle. Who am I? What is truth? <laughs> okay. Uh, March 2022 financials. Uh, that's what we're talking about today. This is the third year that Holland Assets is on the road, right? This begins the third yep. year. April, April 9th of 2019 was the day I picked up the first load. Oh, okay. So April, when we in May, when we do April financials, that's when we'll but, be but celebrating a year. This is past. We're past the uh, April 9th. Today is, you know, as right. we're recording, you know, we're, we're midway through April, more than midway through April. So, right. Um, we've we've crossed that three-year mark that's amazing cool. yeah, yeah that's it, it's gone by fast it's uh yeah and it's already up to five trucks with more uh on the horizon yeah. uh, so. literally on the drive out to record um I, I got a text from nate that uh truck number six is in transit amazing we've still we don't have a, a super strong lead on driver number six yet so <laughs> that's kind of important so uh if anybody wants to drive for holland assets and you're based in the utah area um, shoot me an email. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So Chris, how was March, 2022? Um, March, 2022 was, uh, broke a lot of records. We'll put it that way. Really? Yeah. In a good way. In I a hope. good way. Cause you, yeah. you know, you can break records the other way, which is a great way to celebrate our three year anniversary. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'll say. It was a, it's a, it's going to be fun to go over these numbers. All right. So, uh, is that, I, I'm sure the market is still favorable, right? Um, so if you're breaking records, I'm sure everybody's hustling, everybody's you know hitting the road, uh, hitting those miles hard. Uh, but is any of that due to the favorable freight market that you've talked about lately? Yeah, some of it, that's part of it. Uh, although right now, this kind of March, April timeframe of 2022, and, and you see this most years, um, the freight market's a little bit softer than it than it has been, but that's kind of normal for for this time of year. Um, but I, I expect that'll pick up, and we'll be right back in some some pretty good freight. And it's it's not terrible right now. Yeah. Um. And and you'll see that in our numbers. Uh. So th- I, I want to talk or kind of highlight a couple of things here real quick that uh, I think are a couple of our keys to success, or some of the reasons that we've been we we obviously hit those last month, but I um, want to talk about a couple more that that I think are important. One. 
you know, the reason that we're seeing some success now and we have really for the last year or two is because the freight market has been so good. Like it's been really good. And so that, you know, that's made it so that our success level, our margins in, in what we do have been just absolutely phenomenal. Right. And, and that's probably going to continue. But I think another reason that we've really been, you know, pretty successful is, and I don't expect everybody's going to do this to the same level that I have and, and that Nate has. One, um, I obviously earn income in my other businesses. Um, Nate is, this is his full-time gig. So this is where he gets the, a, a lot of his income, but he's been super smart with his finances personally and doesn't have, um, you know, almost no debt, just a little bit on a house and not even that much. And, and so we don't have this big need to draw a lot of money out of the business. And, you know, we're three years into it and we haven't drawn a dime other than a modest, you know, salary for, you know, most of it goes to Nate, a little bit to me, um, because of the time that we put into the business. But because we have done that, we've been able to build up our savings. So because you know, you see all these kind of really wild numbers and you're going to see another one, you know, in the numbers that we go over today, well, where's all that money going? Well, it's staying in the business. Um, and, and what is, so what does that mean when you say staying in the business? I just want to make sure that, uh, for anybody who hasn't been listening for a long time, or, you know, maybe has always been confused by that phrase, it's staying in the business. What you're saying is you talked about the salary that you and Nate take, um, you know, so that comes out. Right. That's a little, that's, that's little part piece of the of expense. Yep. Uh, but what you're saying is you're not taking the rest of that and lining your pockets with it or yep. Nate's pockets or anybody else. It's going toward buying more trucks, building up the savings. Uh, you know, what what else would that mean as far as going back into the business or staying in the business? So you can if you look at our profit and loss statement, you can see combined what Nate and I are taking out of the business that that kind of contributes to that salary level. And and I'm trying to remember um, exactly what we've got. I think it's um Guaranteed payments. I think that's mm-hmm. what it's categorized as on the profit and loss statement. Um, but everything else, a big chunk of it is we're putting into savings. You know, we've met those savings goals that we've talked about over the last, you know, several episodes. We've got our our ten percent down on our debt. Um, we've got our our operating, ex, you know, capital that we've saved aside for you know our, our fifteen thousand dollars per truck. So that that's a that's where a big chunk of that money's gone. So that when the market turns around and things are are not nearly as good we've got some money to kind of help us get through some tough times Mm -hmm. um then we've also put money down you know money on trucks and trailers we've been buying a lot of trucks and trailers so a a good chunk of our money has had to go to that and um that's where the vast majority of it's gone that's what we've done with it and i mean it's uh, you talked at the very beginning three years ago about how much it cost for you to get a truck on the road uh you know, how much it costs you as far as down payments and insurance and all that stuff. Um, but do you have in your mind any sort of a goal that, hey, you know, if we keep this savings going, if we keep breaking these records, pretty soon we could start buying trucks in cash. Um, is that a possibility or do you think you would still, uh, you know, be, be buying them on credit? Um, that That's a really good question. And, and there's kind of a couple different philosophies to do mm-hmm. that. You know, one if you're getting trucks at five to six, 7% interest rates, that's, that's pretty cheap money to, right. to be honest with you. So there may be times when, even if we have the money to pay cash, we may decide we don't want to. Right. The, the other thing that you, that, uh, with that is 
you know, maybe we will pay cash, but I think that's still probably a couple, a couple years down the road before we, I mean, you're, you're talking the way we're looking at it right now. We think a new truck and trailer. I mean, our last one, the two combined cost us two fifty. We think that, you know, the next one will probably still be in that range, but we think within the next 12 months we'll be at $300,000 for wow. a truck and a trailer. Prices are just going crazy right now. That's amazing. Yeah, that's a pretty big increase. But still worth it then to get more trucks on the road. Still worth it. Yeah, I, I think uh, as long as the freight rates kind of keep going where they're going, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's still worth it. They're, you know, you, you can you can make num- m- good money with, with those numbers. Yeah. But right the, a big chunk of the reason we're doing that, you know, not, you know, we're putting the money back in, not taking it out. You know, some people might say, well, what's the point? Aren't you doing this so that you can have a, a good income and, and, you know, kind of live the life you want to live? And, and yes, it is, but we're also looking at it long-term. Like if we continue to do this for another couple of years where we're being really disciplined and putting the vast majority of the money back into the business, you know, in three to five years, when we kind of flip that switch, you know, then at that point we will be able to take out what, what should be really good incomes for us mm-hmm. and, and not sacrifice our ability to continue to grow. Like if we did that now, as young as we are, it would sacrifice our ability to grow. But another two or three years of doing this, we'll, we'll still be able to take out a healthy chunk of money and still be able to have enough money to allow the growth to continue. Right. It, it uh, we should, and we can scoff at get rich quick schemes but there's nothing wrong with a get rich scheme. No. Right. That's going to take you a little while. It takes discipline. It takes hard work. Uh, and that's kind of what you're describing, right? It's, yep. uh, you know, yeah, it's going to bring in a lot of income potentially down the road, but uh, it doesn't have to do that right now. And if you try to force that, yeah, it, it could be unsustainable. Yeah. And, and if you, you think about it, I, if I kind of look back at my life, I mean, really for the first 15 years of my adult working career, I lived well below my means. Like I, I lived probably a, not a pauper lifestyle, but you know, <laughs> I, I wasn't living extravagant by any means. Most of my friends and my peers were, you know, living a more lavish lifestyle than I was. Right. But then kind of the same thing happened at that 15 year mark. Um, and, and for five of the years I was working for somebody else, five, 10 of the years, you know, roughly started working for myself. Um, at, at that point, um, I, I kind of flipped the switch and was able to live a, you know, a much more comfortable lifestyle than those people who before had been doing, you know, on, on the surface better than me. But that's because we'd made so many sacrifices early on. I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, the, the tortoise wins the race. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of winning races, Chris, you said this was a record setting month. Should we get into some of those numbers then? Let's do it. Uh, so this was the first month, I think, that all five trucks were running the whole month. Yep. Is that right? And so no vacations, no major sick days or breakdowns or anything like that? Nope. Nothing. It was great. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So that must mean that the total miles run was pretty good. It was. And it was a record. 57,475 miles. Over five trucks. So just over 11,000, what, 11.3 or 11.4 on yep. average per yeah. truck. Not bad. 11.2, almost 11.2. Okay, all right. Or so 12,000, sorry. Almost 12,000 per truck. Okay. Uh, so 57,000 miles run. How much of that was deadhead? Um, About 3,000, not about, 3,124 <laughs> miles. <laughs> Give or take. Give or take <laughs> Give a or few take tenths a, a mile yeah. of a mile. Rounded 
up or down. I'm not sure which. <laughs> so, all right. What's our percentage on that? So 5.4%, which is back to normal. If you remember mm-hmm. last month, it was pretty high. Yeah. Uh, I think it was in it's the like sevens. Seven. Yeah. This, this month, it came right back down to 5.4. Okay. So with the 54, or sorry, 57,000 miles run, what was the total revenue then? $174,594.90. That's a lot. Definitely of, a record. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Wow. Say that again. $174,594. Wow. And? And 90 cents. No, okay. You left the cents on. You I'm never sorry. leave the cents off, yeah, Chris. Come on. That's all of it. So, a penny. Well, do you remember what the previous record was? Somewhere in the 150s? I think it was somewhere around there. I can't remember exactly. Maybe yeah. 160. But that's still, that's it's a pretty remarkable. Good, pretty good jump. Okay. So what was the rate per mile then across so the company? $3.04. Wow. Pretty across good. five trucks. Across five trucks. Nice. Yeah, nicely done. So, uh, all right, we're breaking records all over the place, Chris. And it's uh, it's not, I this people will find this hard to believe, but it's not just because you and I sit and podcast about it. <laughs> so, so uh, and it's not just because, um, you know, how, how do I put this? We talk about a lot of the principles behind the business and how things should go in theory and whatnot. But um, who else do we uh, give credit to for this? record-breaking month i got nate handling things from the top uh, we've got the five drivers we've got uh what dispatchers and and whatnot what's what are some of the kind of nuts and bolts keys to this kind of success does that make sense yeah and you you've named really the big key players you know nate obviously is a big part of that the drivers are all couldn't do it without them um they've all done a great job we've got i'm really happy with the five drivers that we've got now they're all doing fantastic good um so that that's really the the big thing i th- I think that's that's really the nuts and bolts of the the whole operation jake mm-hmm. the dispatcher and and brandy we've got two that are kind of jake and brandy both are kind of helping us out now and those two keep the loads coming and negotiating the rates and and getting good rates and that's that's the big chunk of the team. I just want to make sure that people don't go unthanked, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I know I know how much I contribute to the success of Holland Assets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just want to make sure they do too. <laughs> uh, so okay, we've got record-setting revenue, um, but what does that mean for profit? Uh, you you said no huge repairs, no massive you know uh, overhauls or accidents or anything like that. And so I imagine that the profit was pretty good if there weren't any huge expenses, right? Yep. $65,714.92. Okay. Uh, And once again, going right back into the business, right? All going back into the business. Yep. So, yeah. Anybody who's... this, This goes back to what you were just saying. I mean, not five minutes ago. If anybody's wondering, gosh, how do they keep buying trucks how it's going so fast i feel like it's going fast it is and going this fast. and this is why because you're not taking the money out of the business when we say putting it back into the business it's growing the business absolutely and for a trucking company that means more trucks more drivers yep all right chris so sixty-five thousand, not bad at all uh what do you want to pull out of there as far as uh, specific things to talk about from these numbers let's talk a little bit about um there's, there's a few expenses that were a little different than normal that I kind of want to point out. One was truck insurance. Um, along with coming with the three-year anniversary mark is mm. you know, every year we have to renew our insurance policy. And and usually the way insurance plan, payment plans go for insurance is um, you, you make 
10, you know, a down payment and then 10 payments across the year. Right. And so what ends up happening is, is that last month you don't have a payment. We had a payment because we added a trailer on, but it was minimal. So our, our truck insurance payment was really, really low for, for the month. Okay. Um, but the fuel went up crazy. <laughs> on the other hand. <laughs> on the other hand, fuel went up crazy. Okay. And so you'll, you'll kind of see that um, if, in the profit and loss statement. If you compare the last, you know, this last month, so March's numbers to any other month, it's a pretty big difference. Okay. So, yeah, yeah do you have, you don't have specific numbers on I, that? I but. didn't, I don't have the profit and loss statement in front of me. I, I want to <laughs> say it was about $45,000 versus closer to like $30,000 where it's been in the past. Yikes. Yeah. So pretty good jump. That's a huge jump. Uh, okay. But other than that, uh, anything else jump out expense wise? Everything else was pretty normal. Okay. Yeah. So the, everything, you know, repairs and maintenance were kind of right in line with normal. Everything else seemed to be pretty close to normal. So Chris, tell me something about fuel. Cause we've talked about this. I mean, it, this is going to be top of mind for anybody who is, who owns a trucking company, um, potentially anybody who's driving for one as well, but this is going to be top of mind. Um, when it comes to fuel costs, is this one of those things that, um, you know, when I look at other businesses, restaurants, doctors, uh, you know, I take your pick. There are costs that we can calculate as a percentage of the business income. And then when you do that, you kind of have a window. You're like, well, if I'm between three and 5% on advertising, you know, I'm spending 3% of my income on advertising. That's probably, you know, a good benchmark to shoot for, you know, whatever the case may be. Is fuel that way for trucking as well? And is that being screwed up by the soaring fuel costs? It, it is being, it is important thing to keep, keep your eye on and keep a comparison to. And there's a couple things you kind of want to compare it to. And, and that's one of the things I want to talk a little bit more, dive a little bit more into. So fuel, you only have so much control in the cost of fuel. You do have a little bit, but not a, not a ton. And, and the, the way that a trucking company does have um, some control is if you're a smaller trucking company, the fuel card you use is going to make a difference. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a little larger trucking company and have a pretty good volume of fuel that you purchase, you can actually go out and negotiate with the, you know, the truck stops, the fuel locations and, and negotiate a lower fuel rate. Um, so that's, that's about all the control that you have. And, yeah. and we're not talking a massive and it's not, uh, shift that yeah, you're going to be able to get out of that. You're them. talking, if you're lucky at a 10% savings right. in fuel. Um, no, not nothing. Not nothing. So it, it's definitely something that you want to do, but you know, it's, it's not going to, typically it's not going to be the difference between, you know, staying in business and going out of business. Yeah. Um, so, so you want to make sure you're doing that. And one way that you can kind of tell is if, you know, we, we talked in the last financial episode about comparing your fuel expense to your revenue. And, and that's a really good way that you can also kind of compare your fuel expense to somebody else's fuel expense. And, and you can kind of look at industry averages. So if the industry average of um, fuel to revenue is 20% and you're spending 25%, you probably know that something's, something's, something's not right. Yeah. You need to look into that and see what you're doing different or what other people are doing different to, to be able to save more money than you're able to. Is that about the number that you see around that 20% mark? That's yes. Um, especially for that smaller to mid-sized trucking company, that's, mm. you know, 20 to 20 to 30, probably from 20 on the low range, 30 on the high range. Um, if you look at Holland assets numbers, we talked about that a little bit last, 
last month, and I, I want to talk about Marches because March was also the first month where we basically had a full month of the fuel prices have skyrocketed because of the Ukraine right. invasion. You know, not just the Ukraine invasion. You kind of also I don't like stuff. to get political, but I mean, honestly, some of the policies that the Biden administration has made, you know, since Biden came into office, have affected fuel prices. You know, whether you agree with that or not, I'm not going to get into that, but that's it's happened. Um, and, and so that caused prices to start to go up. And then when Russia invaded Ukraine, they just skyrocketed. There was like a gradual increase and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden another huge increase really quick. And so March was really the first month where we experienced, you know, a full month of that huge increase. And so it kind of had me worried, like, you know, how are, are you know, it, it's okay for fuel prices to go up if revenue also goes up at kind of that same pace to offset right. it. And so my, my question has been, my curiosity has been, has the revenue increased enough to offset the fuel price? And so you can use that percentage of, of you know, your fuel expense compared to your revenue to really determine if that is the case, if it, if it went up enough. And that's the best way to do that. And so if you remember correctly, in February, our fuel cost was 22.45% of our revenue. In February. In February. Okay. Um, and, and in the, the months prior to that, it was kind of in that same realm, you know, roughly between, you know, since Holland Assets has been operating, it's been somewhere between 20 and 25%. So in March, it was 25.08%. So it crept up over that 25 mark. It, it crept up, but we've been over 25 before. And in fact, our first year of operation, it was 25.3%. So it's still kind of, it's on the higher end of that normal range of what we've experienced, but it's not, it's not like it's completely blown itself up. So okay. I'm at this point, I'm not overly concerned, but it's definitely something we're going to keep our eye on over the next several months. So the, yeah, the fuel rates have gone up, but this is in the middle of a good freight market. And so it, it I, have you been around, I mean, you've been around the business long enough. Do you have a sense of, could it have gone the other way? Could fuel prices have gone up during a bad freight market? Or are those two things kind of tied together? It, um, no, that happens. Like you can, you can have fuel prices go up in a market where the rates aren't nearly as good. And that, that starts to become catastrophic. Right. And that can, that's when it starts to put people out of business. The, the, what's happening right now in the fuel prices should not be putting you out of business. If they are, you're doing something else wrong. Right. That's not to say that it's uh, cheerful it it, and great yeah. and we all wish the fuel prices were lower, but uh, luckily right now it's happening it, when we can do something about it. Yeah, it's it's going to be painful, but it shouldn't be... Or I should say work with it. Yeah, it shouldn't be catastrophic. Yeah, okay. Well, very good. Um, Chris, anything else on fuel prices or, or other numbers that you want to pull out from April 20... Or sorry, March 2022? That's it. Again, time is a flat circle. <laughs> what is truth? That's it. I, I want to get to where we get to start uh, having a few laughs. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Yeah, you told me at the beginning you're going to be testing me. What's this all about, Chris? I I just so one of one of uh, our employees, Olivia, um, had this idea. You, you that, mean you mean former employees? No, That's, she's a great employee. She's staying I, around. And I'm not. She, if this is Olivia's idea, then this I'm, is a, no, you're not doing anything to sabotage <laughs> Olivia. I will defend Olivia as much as I need to. Uh-huh. You're staying away from her. <laughs> she right. got a gold star, a big gold star for this. For this? Yeah. This is her idea. This is her idea. All right. Yeah, so thanks, Olivia. Credit where credit is due. 
Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see about that. So we're going to go over some acronyms that are common in the trucking industry and see how well you do with <sighs> these acronyms. So just so that people get an idea, again, if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see it. If you're not, I'll just describe it. I, I do get notes from Chris. Um, you know, here's what we're going to talk about. And, you know, sometimes some of the things are, you know, blank and we get to fill in the blank as we go. But on this, uh, yeah, I have the acronyms here and nothing. I got, I've got no hints. I've got nothing. I just know what the acronyms are and I just am seeing them now for the first time. Yep. Okay. All right, Chris, hit me go. with it. Okay. CMV. C, uh, motor vehicles, uh, something motor vehicles. Yeah. You, right. You've got commercial, two, commercial you motor go. vehicles. Yeah. You All started right. out well, commercial motor vehicle. <laughs> yep. Okay. So DEF commonly referred to as DEF. Sure. I've heard you say this a million times. I've probably even asked you what it means on the show and I can't remember. Not even a little. Yeah. Diesel exhaust fluid. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah. It's not blinker <laughs> fluid, but it's kind of in that same realm. <laughs> Nobody likes no, it. No, it doesn't yeah. really do, it doesn't do shit. You're not going to get me with blinker fluid. No. All right. All right. What's up next? DPF. D DPF. You do have to give me hints with some of these. So, like, this okay. Is... So it starts with a D. <laughs> <laughs> the last one started with a D, or if you forgot that one already. Ah, jeez. Diesel something. Oh, there you go. Okay. Uh, gosh, I had, no, I got nothing. Uh, this is another one of the uh, trucker's favorite things in the world. Diesel particulate or yeah, diesel particulate filter. Okay. Can't, why, can't, why can't we just say filter? Come on. Okay. Because you've got eight different filters. Fine. Yeah, I get it. At okay. least. <laughs> All right. What's up next? CSA. This is going uh, to be another commercial something, isn't it? Is it? Um, why not? No, <sighs> it's not actually. It's not. Okay. Mm -hmm. you see, this is what I'm talking about. You got to give me hints. What's, what's this CSA. about? Um safety say so, oh oh gosh um safety administration yeah, you're never gonna get it no uh-uh oh okay what is it compliance safety and accountability uh, okay you know having worked for a bank i should have gotten that yeah. but the, oh, well. these are all these are all so, the ones that like we want to make people want to cuss about <laughs> well you're making me want to cuss because <laughs> i got the first one i was off to a great start and i don't think i've gotten a single one since uh, and we've got a, a few more to go through. Okay, what what else have we got? FMCSA. The, federal, mo, federal Motor Carrier oh, so close. Safety Administration. There you go. Yeah. Good job. You got Are one. you kidding you got me? One. That, was, that was legit. That was I didn't even yeah. cheat. Okay. F-U-B-A-R. FUBAR? FUBAR. Okay, this may not be the trucking industry. This may be my military Yeah, you're, you're uh, pulling in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got FUBAR. I mean, I at least get the spirit of FUBAR. <laughs> Although, uh, now that I'm, I'm not sure, I actually, I know it stands for something and I can't remember what it... It does. Um, the big F-bomb. Right, F'd up. Beyond all, all recognition. recognition. That's right. Okay, I remember that now. <laughs> Uh, it can also be used in the trucking industry on a regular basis. <laughs> I have no doubt. Okay. Um, the next one, S-N-A-F-U. Sna snafu. Snafu. Situation normal, all effed up. There you go. All right. right. Yeah, that yeah, one I got. It. See, I'd make a much better member of the military than the uh, trucking <laughs> fleet, right? Apparently. Yeah. Okay. All right. Or just ones that have swear words in them. That's right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that when when I uh, I lived in France for a couple of years, I've told some stories maybe uh, on this podcast about that. Uh, and of course, the first words that I learned were the ones the that the words. kids were shouting yeah, at me all the time, uh -huh. you know? So I learned a lot of swear words there real quick. Yeah. Uh, that's that's going to be the same in trucking. All the swear, swear words are the easiest ones. All right. What's next? Uh, APU. A oh, APU. 
This is uh, what, like the computer unit. No, no? That, that's the next one. Oh, really? APU helps you sleep comfortably. Oh, yeah, yeah I got nothing. So auxiliary power unit. Oh, okay, yeah, now that makes sense. Okay, yeah, you have told me about that one. ELD. The ELD is the that's electronic the logging device. Very good. Oh. Yeah, I'm impressed you remember that one. Okay. Yeah. GVWR. GVWR. Uh, so this one's in a family of things. So GVW, GVWR. Okay, you're just looking at me like, yeah. <laughs> Unless you give me something uh, more than like that. Stare. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're about to shut down. <laughs> that's gross true. vehicle weight rating. Uh, of course. I've, I've actually seen that one on the side of the Probably, road. I should know yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, what's next? BOL. B-O-L. B-O-L. Uh, give me a hint. Bill. Oh, Bill of Lading. There you go. Okay, yeah. sure. Job. UCR. Hint. Unified. <laughs> Carrier registration. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've talked a little bit about this one on the podcast, but it's been a while. I, I was going into like political theory. Uh, that that was unfruitful. Okay. Two How more. many we got? Two more? Yep, two more. Okay. HVUT. <sighs> Another one of everybody's best friends. Oh, really? Yeah, this this one goes straight to the government. Uh, then it's got to be the highway something. Yep. Highway. Or no, to it's not the actually. Danger it's not highway. zone. It, it kind of is. What? Um, What's the first one? Heavy. Oh, heavy vehicle. Uh, but I, UT, I, I don't even know where to go Use with that. tax. Oh, okay. Yeah. So every trucking, every over 55,000 pound truck that mm-hmm. goes across the road interstate has to pay this. And for an 80,000 pound truck, 550 bucks a year. Wow. Okay. You know, it, speaking of that, my brother, uh, he is an engineer and did tons of engineering classes in college, uh, went and got his master's. And I was talking to him about, uh, about asphalt on the highway. And I was complaining to him about it. You know, we can land a man on the moon, but we can't pour <laughs> asphalt that'll last more than a year. Blah, 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 you know, and I'm, I'm kind of complaining to him about it. And he told me something interesting, which is that when engineers consider the, uh, the weight that's going to be going over a road surface, they do not even think they don't factor in at all anything under big rig size. Really? Yeah. They, you know, so my little Mazda, somebody's, somebody's Ford F-350, they don't care. It's like one of those mosquitoes that you don't even feel land on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when you're driving around in a, you know, however many tons of truck. In your little smart car. And <laughs> <laughs> your mad fun. <laughs> All right, Chris, you got one oh, more. You're making me move on. You That's like right. That one. All right. That's, yeah, he's made that. fun of my man bun. <laughs> We're leaving it. All right. Last one. IRP. Oh, I, uh, IRP, we definitely have talked about somewhat recently. Yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> International registration plan. Uh, it's the, tr- the your So you can go into plates. Canada. Yeah. Well, not just Canada, but state to state. Oh, okay. And, Interstate is part of is it international or interstate? It's international because um, Canada's part of it, Mexico's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just basically, well, is Mexico part of it? Canada's part of it for sure. But right, makes it so you can you, you pay registration fees for every state that you or Canadian province that you run through. Okay, all right. Well, I uh, I'm mostly embarrassed, but not entirely <laughs> embarrassed. Chris. You got more than I thought you would. You, really I'm impressed? Yeah. Four, four yeah. is more than you thought. 
Uh, all right. Well, Chris, uh, any impact tips today? Or I, I actually I wrote it down on my notes, but I couldn't think of something really good. So I'm like, we'll just skip it for this month. The impact tip is learn your acronyms. Okay, <laughs> boys and girls, that is go to school, learn your acronyms, and then you'll conquer the trucking world. Yeah. I'm not there yet, you're apparently. Not, you're not even close. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for coming by, and uh, we'll be back with episode 101, or sorry, 102, uh, coming up in a couple weeks. And one more time, where can people go and what should they do to submit their uh, samples? Go to the show notes for episode 101 or, or 100. 100 and uh, you can submit it there. There's, there's going to be a form that you fill out really easy. Or if you want, just shoot me an email. Um, Chris at HollandAssetsLLC.com. Either way, whatever's easiest for you. There you go. All right. So yeah, go check that out, everybody. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time. See you then. See you then.